I'm here in Lando in my bag. I've decided to click on your shit. Carolyn Rasclot Eat Biscuit and Sweet Milk and Tommy Boat Plain Fish and Cheese and a Cheese Sauce. Carolyn. Welcome me, welcome you, back to another episode of Hashtag Balance, a podcast about navigating the scam that is adulting as a 30 adjacent year old woman living in the Caribbean, trying to find the balance between righteous and ratchet because duality is a thing. That's nameless. Oh. And this week's plug is... Cobb's Street Corn, and they're located in Black Rock. If you were at, you know, a little event called Cathy Island, you would have been introduced to them. Same. I was I was there, and it was the first time having it, and it is sensational. Yeah, so I went there on Saturday, and they actually have, other than the corn, because they've expanded. At first, it was just corn, then they had corn soup, and now they have a little special oh. with chili and a flatbread and one of the corn thingies, and it was like... It was life. It was the best thing ever. corn on the cob. Right. Because cob street corn. Right. Cool. Mm -hmm. And our our next plug is is Food by Harper. Um, If you follow me on social media, you know this one of my faves. Um, And they actually have a discount code for us. It is hashtag Harper. And if you use it and you're a first time customer, you get $5 off your order. So I'll be getting food from them next week. Thank you. And all of this information will be in the description box. And you can check our stories for photos of the food and various other promotions from Cobb Street Corn and Food by Harper. <laughs> you know what this is going to be like the recording version of um, <laughs> no, no. um the Celine Dion song. Um, Can leave no, to live with the the, the near far but the recorded version that they use with the people on the camel. Get, get, get out. <laughs> get, get off my lawn. That's where we scream so hard. Get, chutney back and out. Honestly, those are the two songs that I remember playing right before the news. It was so work like a hit melopede in my grandmother's wow. kitchen. Wow. <laughs> like, honestly, that chutney back and out don't make you want to lift your shirt and walk up. It does, actually. That's one of my favorite songs. Yeah. I, like, slip myself in Vaseline. So tell me about your week. What did you get up to? Well, since we last recorded. Since we last recorded, it was my birthday. And we had a really great time. We did. We went outside. Big up to all the November borns and the Scorpios. Yeah, we had a good time. But really, truly had a pretty... Considering last year, it was very low-key. Yeah. Well, yes, definitely. But Mm -hmm. I just mean generally, like, I didn't really do much this week and what did happen this week that was a hot mess we're gonna get to shortly it's true so you're not gonna ask me how my week was sorry honey how was your week so thankful for you for asking me that um i felt neglected by you not not really um work as per usual um but not oh dear i can't say that anymore so 
corporate life has been manageable. Mm. But outside of that, because, you know, 40 jobs, um, I've been in the kitchen, wrist twisting like a stir fry. So, yeah, been busy, but busy in a good way. Booked and busy and blessed. Amen. Hallelujah. Oh. So right here is where we would have as seen on Al's internet. But you know what? We couldn't see anything on the internet. You know why? Because we had no light. <laughs> we had no power. We had no electricity. And I'm impressed. That's a hot, hot, hot mess. Because, Literally. yeah. Oh, that voice you're hearing is friend of the show, resident audience member, Senator Bob. It's me. <laughs> <laughs> especially inconvenient because I literally do nails using things such as electricity. <laughs> but, I mean, when was the first day it went off? It was Monday? Monday. Yeah, Monday. Monday. Monday morning. Monday morning. I'm trying to get ready to go to pick my cotton. And my fan starts to do this little buffering thing. And she's like, ain't stopping, but ain't all the way stopping. And then it stopped. And I was like, ugh, might as well go to work. Because they have a generator. AC, cool. You know, that was my thought process. So I went. But I honestly figured that this was going to be like a little two-hour outage, regular, regular thing. But no, I was wrong. Um, I'm real honest. I literally had paid the label the day before. So um, <laughs> and it was, it may have been a little late, no? Thanks. You know, because life. But I legit was like, wait, hold on. Like, bar for real. Wait, no, I can't say that above. Yes, you can. Okay. I was like. Whoa. Wow. <laughs> I was these, like, no, these I was, are not my views. So, no, I legit was like, wait, hold on. I know that I paid the bill yesterday. Like, I, like, like panicked for a quick second. And then I heard my mother yelling. And then something else happened. And I was like, okay. So it seemed like it's the it's whole a neighborhood. Thing. Yeah. Right. So I was like, okay, lay off out here. So, as per usual, as a millennial, the first thing that I do, rapid response, I get on Twitter. Yep. Because you know what? I, I, have, lay off. <laughs> I have data. Right. So oh, it was dear. about me and about People 17. Gonna be mad. Don't care. They gonna be pressed. That's okay. Mm. I am not a member of the Wi-Fi Warrior Committee. So I open my cellular device and go on Twitter, let everybody load up. And then I say, hey, you got light? I got the light. You let off. Stoops. Let them pause. Do bear rats all day. I can't go work. You know, the usual stuff. I said, okay, so this is like a real thing. But I literally went to work thinking by midday, everything would be sorted. Come home, six o'clock. And actually, no, when I got home, I had light. So I was like, okay, hooray. The day is saved. About to wash my face. Like, just, just off. You ever get back late? <laughs> I'm trying to remember. You be talking about late, but I'm trying to remember at which point in time the water also went off. Because oh, I do water. remember we didn't have water for like three whole days. Seriously? Whoa. Yeah, we didn't. Yeah, there was no water. And I have this, my sister and I have this running joke because we live in Warren's, like almost next to the industrial part. So when most of the island is complaining about things, normally we don't have these issues because if the park got. Things, things going on we cool mm-hmm. but i was like wait wait gotta be real serious because we ain't got nothing i was like oh i did the apocalypse but i All didn't right. know that people i only realized that people did not have water like in the night because i mean like, i showered in the dark i showered by the light of a lamp and i made bakes for dinner because all right ermine chewed 
<laughs> that's what was I felt like a real slave. Are you sure if that's like not oh, politically okay. correct? It felt like nineteen sixteen. Yeah. Like, why are we here? On the flip side, you see, we we as as millennials, this is why the boomers hate us because all we do is complain. And yeah. I'm not saying that it was but them grow up shitting in the dark. But it's that was so funny how we like, like oh my god, it's two days of electricity slavery. I think what okay, so two things, two things I want to see. There's always that one idiot mm-hmm. person on the internet mm-hmm. that will say something like, "Oh, we ain't prepared for a natural disaster." I saw that. Hurricanes do not like... happen in thirty seconds. Like you have, you have time. And the issue was that it was is is like this whole thing happened, and it took forever before there was any explanation, before anybody said anything. Then it was what I will consider to be continuous lies throughout the day mm-hmm. about it coming it back. It this and, and everybody they was said like, they were working assiduously, assiduously to restore power right, across across the island by six p.m. It just felt everybody had like by eleven, and honestly and had was off again. And then it was off right. Again. So it, the next morning, when it went off, I was just like, "Oh fuck, here we go again." You know that meme where it's like the man, not the meme, the gift where the again, man is yeah. like walking, like yeah, that's how it felt. But had that not happened the next day, we would have been fine. But the fact that it literally went off again the following day at the same time. So I have questions about these thirty-seven year old. I have no equipment. idea how old I don't... are they. Just older than me, right? So there's that, and mm-hmm. then so then did the water authority actually confirm that it was because they couldn't pump water because they didn't have electricity? Lies previously told on Twitter. I, I just the water wasn't off before electricity went off in some places. I had I somebody think. in St. Joseph. I, last name yeah, did. I don't know. I just I just Are feel they? as if, <laughs> and then. The the running joke, Salt had me dying talking mm-hmm. about how this what name um heathens come home next year situation. Yeah. That whatever get, get, get is here. gonna be fire fire festival. Because I like when the yeah, get put them. How, how we Where have all of these situations. Thank you. I always have all these situations where, you know, things are not working the way they should and I can tell a bunch of other people, come. But are you surprised though? Like the general behavior in Barbados is if it working, yeah, why you gotta fix it? Like maintenance, maintain I the think things. Yeah, it and that's literally what happened. Well, my take on that has always been equipment aside. I always say that about the buildings. I hate how we will have a building that is functioning for something. The building, you know, starts to run down or whatever. <coughs> we don't maintain the building. We just go and build another ginormous one somewhere, somewhere else and leave. Oh, and it's just be like rocked. so immigration. <laughs> <laughs> Water thirty. Funny enough, sanitation. The, the building bu- in the that, middle of nowhere. That building is a mothball. <laughs> and I have no idea. Like, fix it. But you know what? They would literally, like, they go a patch in the middle of the wharf and, like, just build a whole new building right there. And yep. then put... And then left, um, left that building to rock. Mm-hmm. Wait, wait. But then we could even go as far as... So, how we built a whole brand new court that they never had to close for days because... Because it was flooding out. Because... And I was like, wouldn't it just... When I just built the building like last week, like I don't. Want... That don't mean it was built properly. How I got issues with it already? Is it because they built who... it and didn't and didn't start a maintenance program? I used to work for a company like that. Built a whole situation and never cleaned the place, and then was like mad that everybody was sick all the time. But we we don't need to get into that. But I feel like these things it should be like who 
is driving the bus. And do not come for my good sis Mia because she is trying. Like Mia really put Barbados on her back and shell down. And she running the country, but she's yeah, Honestly, because she got a pack of idiots. I shouldn't say oh, that, dear. but honestly, yeah. The, the brigade behind her. Lord, help Yeah, ain't it? Help my sister. Like, help we didn't have any Jesus. real other options, but at the same time, like. If you mm. can't go to Bellanoches, then where can where you go? Can yeah, yeah. <laughs> Literally how I feel. But honestly, whew, it's time to get young people really and truly like into politics and stuff and like actually let the young people get another chance but that's a whole other podcast but but even before politics i know so many people in what we call government jobs mm-hmm. where the person in charge and they're not at Bradley, is the cashier <laughs> the person in charge <laughs> is literally a relic they don't make any changes they do not care about anybody's opinion but these people have been in these jobs for 40 years and people come with solutions and they must just shut them down like this is this is beautiful because this is gonna all tie into what we really want to talk about today like for real real it's frustrating but i just appreciate my good sis for coming on home from africa Cease and desist. Like she power. said, like, she said, not in here. <laughs> this is Barbados. Not in oh here. Gosh. Turn back on the light. And there was, there was light. light. Yeah. And they went back off since. Because honestly, like I know I should not say this, but I'm going to say it anyway because that's who I am as a person. But this was the most ghetto shit I have ever experienced in my entire life. Like, like you had to shit in the dark. I literally had to do my eyebrows for work in the dark day. Like who? Well, you know yeah, what? That is, yeah, that's not, not okay. right. Bless, that's not right. Bless God that I have running water. But for the people who did not have water, then they had to like catch water from outside or somewhere in a bucket and they come at home to like flush it. I, I would have oh died. And like again, again toilet. to the people on Outdoors Internet, it's different died. if there's an emergency. But you can't just get it. And it's a whole country. You cannot just get your whole country shut down. Like, it was like... Yes, but honestly, if, if this happened... But if this happened because of a hurricane, like, you literally have no other option. My light and for some people, their water was off just because Somebody the people like, say, fuck, maintaining this this generator, like, I guess it turned on to this, so praise Allah. Right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we fix it when it burnt. And the PTSD of day three. Honestly, I, I woke up. Like. I woke up on Wednesday morning, and I was listening. I remember I was getting hurt. I was listening to Joe Budden's podcast because that's what I do on Wednesdays. And at like seven o'clock, I just stopped, and I was listening. And I was like, already fast still working?" And I actually like stood up seven or five. All right. Light still here, fire still here. All right, cool. Like, I was stopping intermittently all the time to like check to make sure that everything's still on to like both seven thirty. And I was just like, all right, cool. I am brief good till this morning. I honestly expected to wake up on the shit trip again. I just want people that lost their money to band together. fish. You know, add your pilgrim down writing letters saying, Hi, I saw you in the nation. <laughs> and um, it's so unfortunate. I heard about fishy. Yeah. <laughs> How much money did you say that um they were worth again? Four thousand dollars. I think that you meant to say it. Um, and the pain and suffering and inconvenience. Correct. You know we're gonna have to gross that. I up too have lost the fish. I too. I too. In my childhood, I understand where you're coming from. <laughs> you are, <laughs> but honestly, it it was real raggedy. Like I'm probably gonna pay some people some money. Oh my god! And then like I cannot even. I want so... every sixty-seven dollar. I want every one. <laughs> my sister worked.
and the horror stories because for us as locals is one thing, but you can't be like, come to my country, but we ain't got no water. Like, I mean, but, you, but you also oh. don't really work for like no part company, though. Like, anybody, exactly. these people stay in them sugar tanks. I mean, yes. And at least a little generator that they could flick on and off so that, you know, they could get Yes, as well. Back. However, yeah. they didn't have any. I... Generators, you with children. Mm. Woo. So many feelings. Tell us, tell, mm. tell us how you feel about their protests. <sighs> they got it's... their juice. Yeah, they got they got juice and stuff, so you know, I was happy for them about that. I just feel like I understand their frustrations. Like you left where you came from, you paying all this money. I I literally don't know anything about you fees. I just you know For foreigners there's a lot more money. I think well, like, yeah. Be- Beijing's back at paying like sixty five cents to the school. And if we pay sixty I know that people can roast, roast me yes. for this on So you, privileged. People got money. All right. Okay, but in comparison, in comparison to what they have to, we do pay, have a lot to be thankful for. We do. So, like, let's say if a U if a Beijing U shouldn't pay sixty five cent, I think like they pay three dollars. Okay. So I do kind of agree where they're like, well, why be on this campus? We spending all of this money, and y'all don't have a generator. Okay, cool. You should have the generator, but. What you thought the generator was going to do if the island was basically in Armageddon for two days? Like, what you was hoping for that, you know, you'd be able to, like, power up the AC and Roy Marshall and everybody, like, huddle together for, like, the next two days? Like, what you really wanted? I feel if I had to be in blackness, so... <laughs> <laughs> I also, on the flip side, feel like... So, my aunt's lives across the street if we needed something we could go across there then obviously like as Bajans living here you got family mm-hmm. throughout you could go and you know beg for a bath people's on twitter selling baths for ten dollars and thing mm-hmm. but as a UE student like if you hear it on your own then I guess it would be a little harder so like I tried to see both sides Which but at the same fair. time it was like okay uh, if you had the generator you should have had a generator yes and some water tanks. And to me, the generator should have been used so that the pump could work, so that everybody could at least bathe. But, like, necessities, like, bed, flush the toilet, cool. But if everybody else food spoiling because the fridge off, yours could spoil too. I mean, but that's not bad, but, like... Hope they satisfied whether if they were placated with cheese and juice. Yeah, them get oh, hurricane yeah. rations. When I saw what they were given as um compensation, it was like cheese, biscuits, I, I don't know if it had corned beef, they have milk. And then in my head I was like, But how are you satisfied with this? When you complain for a generator no, if you don't have no electricity, t- we can put your cheese. We can put your cheese in your handbag. Oh, <laughs> you can bake the plate if the oven can't turn yeah, on, you can later match on tray inside. Like it, things, things have yeah. to make sense. So honestly, like if I really was big mad about not having a generator and I kick up a whole fuss, you can't come and give me cheese milk and biscuit. Can I ask you, Dunga? I want light. <laughs> all in all, everything was a hot mess, and what I hope. That... Yeah, Barbados was the ghetto for like yeah. two and a half days. I'm not sure it was the lesson that we should have learned, but I feel like there was one in it. No, well, not that. that. <laughs> you know what? Yes, to get all hippie, you have to maintain. Maintain. Who am I? Maintain things if you want them to work. That goes for everything. Everything. Sleep when you're dead. Twitter. Time. This is for you. Maintain. 
your body, sleep and rest because you want to work. You want your body to work. You want to work and be a millionaire. Rest yourself. Rest yourself. Rest yourself. Don't stress yourself. Something, something, something. I don't even Go know what song yourself. I don't even know what song you're singing. I ain't know it neither. Oh. So this week, we are going to be discussing the scam that is adulting. Specifically, in 2019, as a millennial in Mia's Barbados, where everything is so goddamn expensive. So, yes. So, the question I have for you, well, not really a question, but first off, like, describe your life growing up. Um, like, the kind of lifestyle you had. Regular middle class, I guess. We mm-hmm. had pretty much everything that we needed. You know, we traveled a little bit. Nowhere crazy expensive. You know, just little trips. and Nowhere was crazy expensive. Well, it's true. <laughs> but it wasn't excessive. Like, I didn't have a whole... It wasn't jet setting. Yeah, we weren't jet setting. And I didn't have, like, a whole set of unnecessary... I mean, it's weird to call things that other people had unnecessary, but unnecessary stuff. You weren't spoiled. Yeah, my mother is, was, is really big on, like, education. Mm-hmm. So a lot of our trips were essentially educational trips as well mm-hmm. in trying to incorporate all of that. Like, I never had, like, a whole set of, I guess, toys and birthday parties and all that kind of thing. I was actually never here for a birthday until I turned... I think it was seven was my first birthday that I spent here because I have family in New York. So every summer. And then the trip was was a gift, right? Essentially. No, that was just like, okay, girl. My parents actually used to pull me out of school the last week of school. I used to miss the last week of school and the first week of school. I was, I literally spent all my summers in New York. I was here for seven and then that continued till I was like 15. I could claim New York. I don't that's not how it's worked. No, it's not but I think that that's how they mistreat the Caribbeans. Like, my grandmother next door neighbor was oh boy. from Barbados. My sister and I laugh about this So they must the put, time. like, a Bajan flag in the bio. Yep. So I am part New Yorker. Yep. But, um, yeah, like, but it is, it was definitely a, what's the word? A relatively easy. A, yeah, easy, but then being a grown-up then was a whole like culture shock <laughs> before we get there for me it was the same same thing we had everything we needed and a couple of the things that we wanted but it was never an overdue like the hot points where i know my father could give me things very easily and he just used to tell me no because no. he's like now nah, you can't you can't have everything because you need to learn that you got work for some stuff Send us a baby one way. Um, Sam. <laughs> Retweet. Sam, like, life was pretty much your average middle class family life. Went to school, learn, get a job. So, when, when did the transition occur? You remember when the transition occurred? Like, going from, okay, my parents are helping me with life to... Ooh, I gotta do this shit by myself. This is directed at Senator Babo. This is at you first. Okay. Well, what I'm gonna say is, unlike the two of y'all, my journey is a little different because I am because I am self-employed and Ah. have been from the beginning of time, basically. Mm -hmm. And so there's so many 
factors of this situation Mm -hmm. and the main thing for me would be if you go to certain schools then people have certain expectations about Uh. where you're going to be Mm -hmm. so the moment that I decided that I wasn't going to be one of the three options that were allotted to me which is an accountant a lawyer or a doctor doctor. Mm -hmm. exactly and it's not I get cut off or nothing but the attitude obviously changed I remember having that conversation because there was a point in my life where I wanted to do nails and my father was like yeah girl well literally <laughs> like, but yeah no but that's what I mean yeah. and I, so I understand the attitude my father was like okay girl and I was just like so but. immediately I knew that it was going to be a battle a raid and so again it wasn't I get cut off like my parents would have paid for me to do cosmetology school or whatever that was my UE essentially mm-hmm. and then I went from there, I had to come out and figure it out. I have worked for people, mm-hmm. but it never really works out for me because you, with what I do specifically in the beauty industry, you work for somebody, they pay you by the hour or they give you a little commission or whatever, and it doesn't ever add up to the amount of work that you're actually doing. Mm-hmm. So I mean, that's work every, everywhere. Yeah, no. No, I understand that, but definitely, definitely is like in the beauty lot, industry. Is, is like, like, it doesn't make like any sense. Yeah, mm-hmm. it really don't. I'd rather go and, like, fail on my own and have my time when I want my time. Like, I love that, you know, it's going on vacation when I feel like, or it's getting more and be like, yeah, nah kind of thing and so it's like I know I'm making this money or I'm not making this money and that's up to me as opposed to I go to work for these eight hours and I come home with a headache and I make sixty dollars yeah but I mean like the exact I remember the exact moment when I realized well shit was in the fan in Barbados in terms of the economy and then when my father was like slowly letting go the reins on me that I I I mean, it can come across a little weird, but still. I was at UE, and I used to drive to school, and he used to give me gas money every week. So let's say he used to give me like $100, and gas to fill up the car was $60. Imagine that, guys. Picture it. Sicily, 1912. You had a full tank of gas for $60. And he never used to ask me for the and change. this was the last time 10 years ago. Literally less than 10 years ago. Five years ago, probably. Nah, we, I left school five, more than five years. But, yeah. It's like, what, seven, eight years ago. But he never used to ask me for the change. And I was, like, feeling like I was balling. I was like, on top of the world. Yeah, boy. That Friday, I was carrying it. Do all kinds of things yeah. for $25. Mm-hmm. Drink all the drinks. Yep. And then I realized, like, coming on to, like, how many years you used to be at UE? Three? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Can I do an extra year? Depends on who you are. It was me. Four, I did I did four because I, I changed I changed my major. So I was there for extra year. So it was like roughly like coming on to like the last the last year. That would have been what? 2013. My father started asking me for change. And I would say, This is this is this is something new. This is strange. What tools are you trying to instill? Like, what are you trying to develop here? Because you never asked me about for change. And then it come to the point where it was like, he didn't even give me the money no more. Yeah, so you all drive the car, you put this gas and No, he, or he was paying the gas because he was like, all right, you know what? Like, his thing was, I am, my father literally told me, I am taking you up to the end of UE. Whatever you want to do after that, you got to figure out on your own. And he was dead ass serious about it because the day that UE sent me the letter and tell me that I have the degree, my father said, ah, I can, breathe now. I can relax. 
Now my brother was right now behind me, but he was like, all right, I get one out the door. Next one got come. And then I realized like, okay, so you're not, you you really like, let me go. Like I get the degree and you really was serious when you was like, all right, when you get here, I done with you. And I had to, I don't want to say slapped her, but I had to find a job. That's actually how I started baking, to be honest. I couldn't find a job. And our lovely producer out there, like Cheesecake, and he was like, I want you to bake cheesecake for me. And I was like, you sure? And he said, yeah. And I did it. And it was good. And then. Good. <laughs> yeah. And then yeah, I was saying, it. I was saying, I want a job. And then my uncle was like, so why you don't bake? Mm. He's like, Christmas is basically tomorrow. People like can't. I was like, but I don't know that I could bake. He was like, all right, and? Scammed the day. And I literally been scamming the day since 2013. But what you said, though, um, you are amongst like pretty much everybody, especially now. Everybody has a degree mm-hmm. and there are no jobs. And then the powers that be are like, oh my God, the brain drain. Everybody's like, yeah, because there are no jobs. Like the Ellen is a four by four, essentially. And there's. You instill that, you not instill, insist that everybody get a degree one and then everybody went, no, you ain't get a management degree. No offense. And then it's like, we're going to put all these managers, 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 and walk, manage the pump. Because people, and li- no, literally there are people who have to pump gas because, like, what else can you do? It's true. And is to me, is ridiculous. But I feel that we stream just a smidge, smidge, smidge. So to reel it back in, for you, what does it feel like to be a young adult? in 2019 like how do you feel like navigating the space that you are in and i want to preface all of this by the rains were released we were cut as soon as dlp came into power so like literally literally the year that dlp came into power was the year that we parents was like all right i'm gonna beg for this shit and it was also around the time of the recession. So, like, literally, like, my wings wasn't done developed. I remember it was like, all right, bitch, out the nest. Shove. Shove. Um, it feels like Mario Kart. It's <laughs> the best analogy I could come up with. Uh-huh. Everybody on the road, we bumping into each other. Um, you bump into something. It's a bill. And you think that you pass it. And then there's another bill. Like, literally, <laughs> like, all I do is pay bills and try to figure out, like, how... But for the amount of bills... This this is frustrating me to my core. For the amount of money I spend, I don't have shit. I have nothing. Like, I feel like I just got to work. I work real hard for every little anything. And then it's like, I can't sit down at the end of the day and go, <sighs> Look at all of these right. things. Look at me and my because Ooh. my parents love to let me know that when they were my age, that actually they had me, mm-hmm. which is terrible, cause you know fuck them kids. But like, how you're twenty eight, you don't pay off land, you got a car, fully paid off for, you just sat here and taking vacations, you have a child. And then, like, regular, my parents just look at me and be like, so... Were you like? So we don't, we, we don't relive. And I'm like, y'all don't... Like, like, it is choking 
me. But yeah. that's funny because that's kind of the opposite for me because just yesterday my father was literally like, you and your sister are living the life that I wanted to live at you guys' age. Really? At his age, at my age, mm-hmm. he had, he was married to my mm-hmm. mother. Mm-hmm. They had a house. They had jobs and stuff. Mm-hmm. But me and my sister came right after one another. Mm-hmm. So they were full-time, quote-unquote, parents. So me and my sister are literally living like, you mean like traveling? And, but we used to travel with that. my parents. Well, it was just me I guess he's for a while. And be freedom. His mind is like you don't go. You guys have no, no actual real mm-hmm. responsibility. Just live. And well, you see, to to Olivia. Thank you. Loves to tell us about them kids, and I think that it can be misinterpreted. It's not that we it's hate children. That, it's literally actually, a case of. Sh- it's literally a case of we can't responsibly because obviously I don't it, it like, real easy to go and read. I, I don't like children because like, they are a huge responsibility, responsibility and they give me anxiety. And honestly, and I feel none. And I honestly feel like if I'm going to bring a child into this world, like they have to, I, I, me, alone have to be able to care for them because yes you know they like to tell you oh two people lay down and you have a child or whatever and that's quite all right because i don't think about it from the perspective that oh that nigga gonna leave me or whatever but like suppose he died the next day then what you gonna do yeah like i want to i want to be able to provide my child with everything that they're going to need by myself and then if i have a partner that stays and stays alive and whatever then you know what kudos to everybody to tell you that the boomers do not believe you the boomers think that we are selfish selfish. yep we just want to fat and buy shoes and get our eyelashes done and we don't care about sacrificing our comforts for children and i'm like yeah so, but you always tell that. me, but the, but like Senator Bob just said, okay, so you had the house, you had the children, and then you felt like you had to work, 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 work. So, what you would want that for me? Because I out here work, 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 working because I know it might feel like it all over the place, but it's because we might be frustrated in a sense because you're working, but then you literally cannot see the fruits of your labor in a sense. Like, my thing is traveling. So when I save my money, according to my godson, I won't go somewhere. So I mm. guess that is where I will see the fruits of my labor. But I still feel like I got to work my hard to get up on a plane once or twice a year. The funny thing is, when you said work, 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 is um, I have a friend and she is looking for a new job. She's only been in her job. It's probably about two years or maybe coming up to two years. Mm-hmm. And her mother made a comment and was like, you you can't keep a job every two years. You ain't get another job. And it's because they have, our parents have literally been the same job for 5,000 years. And do not understand that at this point, we literally have to look for the next best thing. The next best thing for our mental health and the next best thing for, for our, our financial health. Like, we cannot just stop in the same job. But, but no, I don't, I, I, employers i i love my job if y'all happen to come across this i love where i work Me but too. i can tell you in the lie, right there are some days when i get her and i don't want to go where i don't go if i get and it was just like everything oh, my, no. my, everything my, my, in my mother my, does not understand that here not my neither be a my, good little there, feel slave there was a day i literally i can't i remember it i came home from the gym and 
like my whole mental was shackled out. I ain't sure why. Mercury was probably in the Gatorade. But I literally just could not bring myself to go to work. So I sat by the counter and it was on my laptop and it was just like drinking some tea. And I was just like, yeah, I'm not going. And I think my dad was late for work that day. So he was like, so you can just sit here? Not I was like, yeah. He was like, so you going to work? I was like, no. He was like, what wrong with you? I was like, nothing. He was like, so what you mean going to work? Because I don't want to go. I just get six, six days a year. I'm going to use one today. He said, oh, one of young people is lit. I said, wait. You go work every day. When you sit, when you feel good, show me the things that the company give you for not taking the sick days that the law tell you that you're supposed to get. Well, my thing about this not taking sick days thing too. You I don't, get, like you don't people, get a gold stick in the body, don't care. I feel like people think that going to work and just showing up is... A prize. You know the what meme where it was me? you know the meme where it was lit and the person is gradually becoming a clown? Where it was lit. <laughs> yeah. You know, maybe if I put in my all and I give the job. So they they, even putting, I feel like people just literally once you are there, they feel like I am present, so that's it. Once you go to work every day, then that's your prize. But to me, being at work and being productive is being Two more different impressive. things. My mother had a co-worker that never took a sick day. All he used to take was his vacation, and I don't even think he used all. And he was at the the job for, like, my years, let me say 15 years, 20 years, or something like that. And you know what he get? He picked up on the wall. He picked up on the wall with perfect attendance. What the fuck you mean? I was going to burn down in there. For me, and we're going <laughs> to, I mean, again, it seemed all over the place, but for me, whenever I think about the fact that like our parents did not stay homesick, or even if them didn't feel good, they were still going because you know it looked good or whatever foolishness they had in their minds. It nah, makes that, me think about them was like back two to coughs the... away from slavery. I literally think that that is, <laughs> and I'm not being facetious. Like I am pretty sure that my grandmother, grandmother was probably outside legit picking cotton. So like. They did that because that is what they, they, they yeah. that's what they knew. They I'm because we had this little discussion in pre-production, mm-hmm. <laughs> basically where we established that it's literally two different times and it's like a very stark like contrast. Like we are I feel like we are so lost right now, or we feel so lost as millennials because like the world is literally not the same it as is, it was before. It's like we are the first set of people like navigating like the internet era. And we like fishes out of water, like just trying to figure out like what to do and what not to do because this is not the world that they existed in. And I feel like there are things that but a lot of things that my parents would have experienced, which would have been relevant for them and like what mm. their parents would have taught them, it still had a certain set of relevance. But there are things that my parents cannot tell me about navigating life as a young adult that is relevant to because me right now. Because like it. you like my parents can't even talk to me about saving money because saving money for them was you work. You could afford to put half your salary on the bank and the bank going to give you like real interest. Mm-hmm. I have a bank account because that's how I get paid. I get like three cents a year in interest. Like life is completely different. And to be honest, well, like most days I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I could get up and I could bed and I could put on my eyebrows. And for the time I turn on my car and I go, oh, into the world is just like I winging it. Some days are better than others, but... I know, and I feel like you gotta do a lot to survive. 
but but in going going back to what you're saying about the sick day thing or taking a break or whatever, mm-hmm. our parents didn't do that. And we can get to this later down, I guess, in more episodes when we talk about things like mental health. What they didn't realize is them was going to work every day. And even though they were getting their invisible gold star from their employer, mm-hmm. they too may have been stressed out at some point in time. And then eventually it rubbed off on I rubbed off on us somehow. Mm-hmm. So now all of us are stress and anxiety with all of these ways that our parents were lacking in parenting because them was tired as hell because they didn't stay at home ever. Like it's just like this, like everything is tied so, into how and of I, a hot mess and we I, are right I now. also feel that another reason would be like my tired. It can, it can sound real hippy-dippy, but, like, we are the generation that is trained to break generational curses. Yeah, boy. Because Ooh. I find that we... Are as, aware. As, We're very as, self-aware. But very as, aware it's of It's hyper-awareness. But yeah. I, although we are shitty at communication in general, I think that people are communicating more, like, all right, really, aren't you? Like, I, I do not feel good about this and it bless twitter it could be good and it could be bad but i find like a common trend among people in our age range is like you cannot just go to work and that's another thing like my parents didn't have like no side jobs nor nothing like that going to because work going to they had side jobs because like like for instance my aunt would have had a job but she liked to crochet and other things so she did them because it she was could. fun i remember that you remember that whole area where everybody was doing like ceramics yeah, yeah. not ceramics my mother used to do the placemats with the wood whatever there was but it was more of a hobby for the sake yeah. of having a hobby and whereas like you know the memes literally are telling us oh have a hobby that keeps you fit and one that makes you money and want and it's like no like we just we need all them to give we me five dollars because yeah. we don't have five dollars so to like, buy something to have a hobby that don't make no damn sense so like you just you gotta do you gotta do everything and in saying talking about communicating mm-hmm. because originally we started talking about like finances and that kind of thing i don't know if y'all have this experience as well but my family don't talk about money i don't mind oh, i don't even no. mind my immediate family like my parents i mean and it wasn't because nobody was like super poor or super rich or nothing it's I just think a it black was thing impolite not necessarily to talk about money like they figured out how them was gonna get the shit done and that was it but it wasn't a, so then they didn't impart on us well how, this is how, how we how do xyz or so whatever it is. It My mother loves to talk about how her father, when she got her first job at like 18 or whatever, used to tell her, bring her bank book, and he would check on how she was doing. And I'm like, but you telling me the story, but you ain't checking on what I was doing. But I know, do I know what you are doing? All right, then. Like, you... Let me tell you. I had to show my parents the other day because it was like, y'all know that, like, God forbid, if anything happened to y'all, I don't know who you car insured with. I don't know where your life insurance is. I don't know where you got money to book the bank, the bank and get with. Because the bank can come and be like, hi, um, Miss Olivia, you have some funds here to collect. <laughs> like, did, I don't know. What what was he saying? Talk to me. Give it to me. What is it? What happens happens in the family or wherever you don't talk about your family outside one of them little things it's like a i've heard it before it's like a black people thing basically like what happens inside the house you don't talk about it outside and even then it's like little certain nuances where you don't discuss certain things as a family but then like for us we sit and have conversations about money all the time. And I know my mother would be gobsmacked. You're letting somebody that is not family to you, that is not me, know how much money you make? No, no, no. Not only that. I find that we went from 
is little people business, stay out of big people business. You can't know about this, you can't talk about this to here you are, you're an adult, do all these things. Find out like 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 if I It wasn't no transition. There was I, no I literally transition. Tell you, like, we literally went from don't ask me about like cause up to this day I I never asked my mother like so like how much do you make? So that I could get an idea of you know, like how how, you, how, you how, how do you I manage? Get there. Yeah, I cannot ask my I cannot ask my mother. Can't do it because she is mate. She will look at me like I should be like that's not that, your, like that's like, disrespectful. Who but then again, like that's how they were raised. Yeah, and then we are realizing that that type of mentality is how people has managed to also scam you in the workplace. So you be saying on next you scam you yes because but you get him scam at work because you know it's quote unquote rude to talk about salary. So one body could come in and be making the thousand dollars. The next person come and make fifteen hundred and you saying on there thinking that you good because you making nine nine hundred dollars and you ain't kicking nothing fuss but you assuming that everybody making nine hundred dollars and you none the ways because it's quote unquote not right to have these conversations but. We have the conversations. So, like, honestly, like, when we at work and, like, bonus letters come out and thing, like, everybody that's, like, on my level is, like, you get, we get, we get, you get, you get, we got, we got right, you get, you get, tell me, you get, oh, your number's looking right, all right, you get this, you get that. And you feel you're working, I know when I come to that number. Listen, you have to count the ducats. So then imagine you're self-employed, an entrepreneur, brothers and sisters out here who literally have to do everything ourselves mm-hmm. because like y'all would get you know medical and life insurance and stuff to work but imagine that it's gonna take my five dollars and figure out how the ass because even though like it sucks that you have to do it and the money is coming off your account it's much easier to just have the insurance company just drag it off than for you to have to get in a lane or go online and be like jesus christ i just had you just but you say that right which is funny like yes i do get get those benefits from at work but the benefit is but so much so i still have to supplement it yeah, yeah. on no, my no. own because I, I we have come to the realization that in about three and a half years nas ain't got no money anyway oh, no, so like sure. i literally pay nas so that like my grandmother right now could get a little pension and hopefully my mother could get some when she retire but other than that i honestly don't expect to see an nas check when i retire in my entire life so i still gotta like try to set up myself for the future and then there's like all these things that you're doing you want to save to travel you want to save for saving sake you want to save in case you drop down tomorrow and you need a new foot because you know when the late when the sugar you want to save oh. for your pension you want to save for do not get me started on a mortgage to me you can't save for house you just go like bull you no you know i met somebody the other day she is i think she just turned 30 she said that when she sees the prices on houses she think that like that's the price of the house like mm-hmm. she never she only find out the, no no you get fired she only found out the other day that you gotta pay lawyers yeah. and all that kind of, she yeah. like I was like what but 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 I can't be mad. at first I was judging her not gonna lie but I can't be mad at it because who and the ass was gonna tell she but it's only that I know and that because drag it. listen I have a financial advisor he is amazing shelter yourself bigger yourself Jamar but in a perfect world like if I was making my salary back when my parents had me in like 91. If I was in 91 and I was making the money that I made, no, I could have shut my eyes and walked on the street. You get a house, you get a house, she get a house, everybody get a house. Ah, Oprah, I got my Oprah shit. When I talked to him about finances and like 
looking to invest on whatever. We had a conversation about getting a house. And I don't want a two by four, but I also don't want a mansion. And he was like, girlfriend, this can be real daunting, but you can't afford a house by yourself. You go again, man. So basically, we've done a full one eighty. <laughs> he like, they, imagine indeed. that you can you cannot sustain yourself with a relatively decent job. You you need like before you had the option, like do I want a man? Don't I want a man? Because I could afford it no, on my own. No, we went from women are not allowed to women are allowed and now we doing okay that we could do it to now nobody can do it alone. Basically, yeah, because a man can't do it, but he's it was like, like As a woman, it was, you had to have a man. Actually, they may have no bank accounts or nothing. Women, there was a point was in time where back women, to like yeah. slavery, slavery. <laughs> no, no, no. You talking about slavery, but like I mean, in like the last century, though. That's yeah. not. That's not yeah. slavery. Slavery is still alive and well. Well, okay, really, yes, yeah. but I mean, there was a point in time where a woman could not have a bank account, so that's why she needed a man to live in a house. Cool. Then I can say like the eighties, the nineties. Women was independent. We was going to school, getting degrees, getting jobs, and doing it. Bad, women was it was some women are doing degree. it for themselves, that kind of thing. And now it's like men and women gotta come back People. together and be like, child, let me put these two ten dollar bills together and see if we can buy <laughs> this hat <laughs> or whatever. Like you think about it. On a decent salary, you can't make it. So what about the people who live here really making nothing? Rocks. Yeah. I have no idea. I don't know. How I don't. I don't. I kids. I. Don't that's like, honestly oh. like what I I do not want because what am I gonna do with you? Most of our jobs, the decent and the not so decent, we have jobs to maintain the jobs that we have. Like I can't see it any other way. You have a job so that you could eat food to get the strength to get the next morning and go <laughs> back to the job and then you have to buy a shirt to wear to the job so that I don't you don't buy, look pop down so I, you could keep the job but listen I don't because I am not client facing right now I do not buy clothes for work anymore because I realized that that was a tool of oppression <laughs> how you want pay me five dollars and then tell me I first thing first I, you pay me five dollars I gotta use 250 on the car and the gas to, to get, get to work then I gotta use 50 cent to buy food to sustain myself I used to give me the strength and then you're still telling me that you want me look good and I gotta spend a dollar on work clothes so I only got a dollar to spend on myself and some of that dollar got saved and like I was saying before you're feeling the pressure to own your own house because sometimes your parents just look at you and be like at your age I don't own the gap yep. I had you I did traveling I did doing the this I did do- and, and not only that I mean, like, bless them. I, I, they're not necessarily coming from a horrible place, but, like, your parents love to remind you about all the things that you're not doing while you are still there. And then they will make comments as if, like, you really ain't doing nothing, but at the same time, like, you can you can't laugh in here. It's, it's so much, like, it's really- that don't make no sense. Yeah. Like here y'all are, you know, you know in your heart of hearts, I can't go nowhere. I try to make a little contribution, but it's just never seem good enough. And I don't speak about me personally. I just mean there's all of this pressure to do these things that mm-hmm. y'all know good well we can't do. Like, and then y'all but, don't make it no and better. And you won't even by... say parents. Like, if you, again, you go on Algor's internet, you see the boomers, oh, every time I go online, the millennials killing some industry. The millennials ain't buying the homes. The millennials ain't buying the diamonds. 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 Be, be killing the diamond industry. Nobody ain't buying no homes. And it's be like Alfred with 
hot. With what? With what? That I feel overwhelmed as is. And I don't think I should be this overwhelmed at 28. Here's what I'm going to say too. And I know that all the people in financial institutions and the bankers and things look at me like a crazy. Mm-hmm. What I do not understand when it comes to like a mortgage or whatever, feel free to correct me. I literally don't know, which mm-hmm. is the point of this whole mm-hmm. conversation. I don't understand why it's so hard for a lending institution to just give you the $10 to let you buy the house. If I can't pay it back, take back one of the things. But, but they don't like it. to give anybody a chance to... Because I feel like a lot of people could figure it out. Like, it's not like we lazy and we ain't willing to make certain sacrifice. But you just don't... You, you flat out don't get the opportunity yeah, but to do you, it. But it also but has to make sense. Like, for a mortgage payment, you cannot... Your mortgage payment cannot go over one third of your salary. Understood. You could correct me if I'm wrong, but as far as I know, one third of your salary, it cannot go over that. So, on based on the conversations on Twitter the other day, apparently the median income for people is twenty five hundred dollars. Good Christ! Right. So twenty five hundred divided by three is sixty cents. <laughs> <laughs> right. Essentially, I what can. What can you buy? But but not to defend the banks by no means. But if I give you ten dollars, I and you tell me you're gonna pay me back ten dollars in five years. But you met sixty cent a but, year. But the security you and I have security for that five dollars. But the security is something I have to sell. If you give me if in three years you can't give me back my five dollars, you tell me take my security, but I can't sell your security. True. Then what can you? No, I mean like, I understand, but like it's, it just sucks, and then. Another issue that I find them cripple the that financial, we have the, is the financial world. I feel boomers, y'all, fu- y'all really, really fuck it up. No, and then yeah, our same parents and these boomers are so anti-rent. And I understand why. Like, because at the end of the day, the body could come and be like, get back my house and you ain't got no, like, you don't, mm-hmm. you got to look somewhere else to live. But at the same time, like, why? You're in that position, no? Yeah, why have we, like, basically made rent the villain but you'll see rent prices rent just as expensive i know rent just as expensive as a mortgage but but no what i'm saying is but then we try to really look down on people who've been renting for 10 years or whatever but they can just pay them little 1800 for the house pay their utilities and, well, it's, and to push me, and go but to me it's different i find that a lot of people who have been renting for like my years probably paying something like Five hundred, six hundred dollars a month in rent, which is completely different from what, excuse, rent what rent is right now. The average rent for somewhere that is not like a cockroach hut is like twelve hundred dollars, mm-hmm. essentially. Mm-hmm. And to me, you could put two hundred dollars on now only you living. But no, but it, it, is, like not it's it's it's, it is not that simple. It's not that simple. Right, it is easy, but. Right, so to me, if it is easy, it's easier to rent, but then to me, it is wasting money, and it's wasting money from. Oh, I words. no, I understand, but we gotta look at it differently because at this point in time, like it's like you, what are we gonna do. But no, like okay, I personally, I some I some matter, I some I some me, um, me who come to all kinds of heads, think I'm not laughing in here. I mean, you will, you will got to pack. 
me up and put me outside and it would come through the door like I said. No, especially <laughs> because and I could speak about my um situation specifically. We my my extended family and I grew up basically in my grandmother's house. It mm. was a rotation of oh, families living in a same. family house. And you did not leave until you had your house to go to like nobody in rent rent and rent. So then it's like why you trying to like low key tell me push yeah, me push me out when like you did a bay hardback nigga in that Doris place though. With a wife and kids. Me, the kid. Ingrid, the wife. Wow. But, 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 but when I said <laughs> that to my mother the other day, uh-huh. it suggested that, you know, in a joking way, it was like, you, well, I might go and get married and stand in this room. She, was, she, was, like, she was like, not in here. And I was like, but you we, did, we you, didn't live in a room at certain grandma's house. Yeah, like, you did it. Half my, like, a, la, a la Indian so style, what you mean? It's easy to say stay at home and you have a comfortable Right, so I was true. about to say, like, if your living situation does not, is not, what was he really looking for? Favorable, Ideal. right. Yeah. And you have to rent, then by all means, Get people house and go and rent because again, mental health is paramount. As long as you can reasonably afford it, like don't move on and then go eat crackers. But also, it still depends on the gravity of the situation. But if you can stay at home, like go outside for a walk. Go outside for walk. Well, I feel like we are the minority here. If we're being honest. Mm-hmm. We don't both. In, terms, in of terms of not necessarily living in situations where we have to leave. Okay. Yeah. We are the minority. These, no. Yes, yes, we are. Us and our general circles are in a minority of people who live in homes where they don't necessarily like every Emmett can down the stairs and my mother might be kicking up but a fart and I'd be like, right. like well, you don't shut your mouth, I'm over front me. I don't whatever. even talk to you. And, and, and but we like we not we don't have to go a, anywhere. We hang with people that kind of grew Yes, up in the same we all way. basically have had the same, but there are people who really do not have these options. I like, have, literally have nowhere to go. Because I have a few places to go if you really felt like I didn't want to be there. Same Doris, bigger she said. I don't know. I just feel, uh, y'all see how, how adulting is a scam? Is a scam. And then you have all of these things going on, just basically, literally trying to be a person. Like you're spending a lot of money on literally like your general upkeep because this literally all this conversation was and then you just want to add you just throw more what is fuel onto the flame mm-hmm. then then you're trying to like balance like relationships and then like friendships and it's just oh, it's a clusterfuck and this is why you need to take time to enjoy your life it's true it's spend true spend your money on yourself thanks so much self care Self-care and self. Self-love is the best love. I think that's Ari. I am pretty sure that I just botched that song. I don't even know. Ari Lennon. Oh, her. (laughs) Oh. Oh, Oh my God. (laughs) So I am tired just having this conversation. But what I will say, two things that I want to, I guess, end this conversation with. I am very comforting. I mean, it sucks that everybody is having the same experience, but one thing, like you said, that I appreciate about our generation is that we talk about things. Power in numbers. So, like, a lot of the times when I used to feel like I clearly 
I'm doing something wrong. Especially like you said in this social media age where you logging on and people showing you the you know fake balling or whatever. Yeah, but I know them in real life. Well, I mean, there's that, but like. There's comfort in knowing that, like, okay, it's not just me. Like, it's not just that I, like, real horrible at everything and I just can't get an You know what warm my, warm my heart? The the older gentlemen on our timeline, I don't want to call the names, I don't want to ball them out. But when we had the general conversation down the timeline, and I was like, yeah, I know what the fuck I'm doing either. And I'm, like, 35. Yeah. I was just like, oh, cool, cool, cool. Then can't remember his handle, but he was asking um, people over 25 if they feel it, if they have adulting figured out. And everybody was like, nigga. What? No. Like, no. Like, I literally do not. I'm making the best of what I have, but I literally do not know what I am doing. And I just journaling the things so that, like, sometimes I could tap back. Like, you know, you're taking notes in class. Mm. Literally, that's what journaling is for me to, like, tap back and see, like, what I did. And what work and what didn't work. And then my second thing is do not let sorry. Well yeah, do not. I have decided that I'm not gonna let anybody make me feel guilty about things like how I choose to spend my money, how I don't spend my money, how I use in my uterus, you know, none of that kind of thing. Because it's a like we said, it's a whole different time. We literally cannot do things the same way that cannot. our parents or our grandparents did them. You would so not when survive. They, yeah, when they walk come to us and be like, You should be XYZ. But I can't Can't don't birth it. Literally can't. One, because it's a different time. And two I don't want to. I don't want to. <laughs> and then y'all also didn't even tell us how to do these things. It's Correct. like we, like I said, there was no transition. It was like, stay out of big grown folks business. You can't know about this. Don't Black ask me nothing about this. You know what's the funniest thing? Sorry. I know we're talking about mostly finances, but babies. We went from don't have sex, no premarital sex, the Lord can smite you, to so when you and give me a grandchild. How? Never, how? That's, that's by, by willing it into being? Like, that was, that's basically our upbringing. That's strictly you. Don't know. do this. I, my mother's just be like, nan, one, Same. in here. No, I don't even mean me specifically. Yeah, I just mean in terms of the attitude. Random. You ever talked to your parents about sex? The, about what? <laughs> I really, listen, like, the, another thing, like, how people, like, they expect you to be a whole adult, but they do not give you the tools, tools. to nope. be an adult. Like, there are certain things that I am sure my mother could have taught me about being a woman, and she never did. Nope. Probably because she had to figure it out on her own, and then, Probably like, she did, and she don't know how to say certain things, but I remember, my mother buy me a book. And give me a book, and it was like a book that used to like tell you about like what periods are and like how you go through puberty and how these things just happen. I didn't have I a conversation with my mother. I I it was a period. I yeah. <laughs> like I like so, but <laughs> but no seriously like. I remember, because I, I love to read still. Like, that was my thing. Like, mm. you could give me toys that's cute, buy me a butt. I love you forever. And I remember a Saturday morning, I was chilling in my room. I remember I said, hmm, how for this? Read it. I said, what was this? She said, read it. I said, okay. And I remember a day, I had, like, I had a question for her about something that was in the book. And I don't think my mother to this day ever responded to me. Sounds about and right. That was the extent of the conversation and then only one time subsequent to that my mother quote unquote asked me about sex it was the funniest thing ever she's sitting down in the dark <laughs> okay <laughs> sitting down in the dark in the living room tv on 
my mother calls me. She's like, come here. I want to ask you something. I was like, uh-huh. So I sit down. And she's like rocking back and forth. It's mad dramatic, you know. And I'm like, what happened? She's like, I fry some flying fish. And um, you eat it? I was like, yes. <laughs> you eat all? I was like, Hey, look, Chris, yes. She said, oh, all of them wasn't for you. I was like, oh, okay. I was like, I could go now because I mean, like, you're doing all of this ass people fish. She was like, another question. I was like, <laughs> I, was like I love this segue. No, she, literally, you eat my flying fish. And she's like, I have another question. I was like, okay. She was like, are you having sex? I was like, sex? <laughs> sex? <laughs> That's saying that you put plenty flying fish. I never heard of her. Never, never experienced that emotion. What are you talking about? I probably would have at that point in time, but that's none of her business. I but can't my... wait. Sorry, let me say I can't wait because that's actually not true. But if the opportunity ever arises, I cannot wait to tell my mother about how I lost my virginity because it was not... on her dime. What? That's all I'm going to say about that. Well, <laughs> well, <laughs> like well, when I time, I was doing side outs, was doing side outs. And I just think it's well, so funny because it's like, it could have been a conversation. Just like, yeah. A lot of and things could have been a conversation. Think that a lot of things could have, you see, Communication is important. I know we want to say we want to end this, right? But had I feel like if my parents talked to me about things, a lot of the things that I had to experience and understand on my own, had Completely you just told different. me from the beginning, I would have just been like, oh, word? All right, cool. Don't have to figure it out on my own because somebody already told me. But, but yeah. But like literally, but uh, yeah, but, and my mother asked me about flying fish and then her next question was if I pooping. And I thought she know, and I I actually started to laugh. I was like, "So we're done here." She was like, "Yeah, I just wanted to know." How are you supposed to answer but that question? But then, in any but in my head, I'm trying to figure out what she thought that even if I was that we, so what I was I gonna do? Say yes. What you was gonna do after that? Ask me if you fished the good. <laughs> like, <laughs> like make it make it make, make, make this perfect segue. It don't it don't have to make sense. That's so sad. I can't wait till we get to the, I guess, the, I'm not sure what, what episode this could be, where we're talking about how we break in these cycles. I am very, oh, like, no, girl. I have such strong feelings about the things that I do not want to do with whatever child I yes, may or may not. Like, I so, like, oh my God. But that's, be- like, this episode basically is just talking about the scam in totality and then all of our subsequent episodes, we are going to break it down. So we're going to have a conversation on finances because nobody knows what they're doing when it comes to finances. But there are a few people who do, and we're going to call them in. They're going to be our experts. We're going to talk about health because and not just mental health but physical because you want to keep yourself good you want to be fit you want to be a good yeah because we can't afford to get a doctor honestly expensive and even if you could afford it like the hospital was and then we're gonna talk about our favorite thing which is niggas niggas here is gender fluid as always we're gonna discuss love and relationships no typo um what else are we gonna discuss Things that just generally drag us. And like, as you said, breaking generational curses. So, Like the Forex people. Oh, my God. But, yes, um, I would like to hear from you life. guys about how scammy adulting is. Like, did you relate to any of this? Tell us how you feel. Always use hashtag balance. Like, literally hashtag and then hashtag balance so that we can keep up with the comments on the medias. And 
Thanks for listening to all of this. We'll be back with our righteous takeaway. Wind time noises. Oh. So that was a lot. And stemming from it, we realized that navigating this world as a young adult is... Sucks. Yeah, it's very, very raggedy. But... In all of that, you have to find time to take care of yourself because you have to bring balance to your hectic lifestyle. Like you can't just work, 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 and then feel, you know, overwhelmed with all of these feelings of existential dread because basically you feel like you're doing all of this. And then why? Because the world is going to also end next week, Thursday. But yes, um, I think that it is important to practice self-care. Um, I know people sometimes hear self-care and think that it has to be like this big, you know, extravagant. Yeah, no, it it really is not. I just think that you need to like carve out some time for yourself weekly doing something that makes you happy, especially depending on the job that you have. To me, it could be daily. For me, self-care for me, 10 minutes at the end of the day, I turn off my lights I turn on my diffuser and sometimes I will make like if I'm not writing it I would quote-unquote journal in my phone write the things that I am thankful for or I would listen to a song that makes me happy something like that and then for like my quote-unquote bigger self-care routine which might happen on like a Saturday or a Sunday is literally me just laying down in my bed like watching living single or I don't know dancing to like afro beats like i just think it's important to find something that gives you, you happy yeah makes you happy that is not self-harming guys healthy healthy coping mechanisms and i think it's it's just super important to incorporate this into your lifestyle sometimes you actually have to like set a reminder especially if you know you're one of these people who can start to do work and get lost set reminders in your phone to take you know a little five ten minutes for yourself to just hit that reset and find some balance because work is important but self-care is importantist um, for me, I guess my self care is I'm an insomniac for the most part, but I have started basically unplugging like two, one or two hours before I go to sleep. Mm-hmm. I don't look at my phone or anything, and I just lay there and let my mind wander, think about things, just to kind of come down. And that's just to ensure that. But I let get your better. mind wander in a good way and not in a good, yeah, 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 in a good way. I try to keep it as positive as possible, not to. It's just to basically help me to sleep better because, mm-hmm. like you said, sleeping is important. You can't just work, work, work. So that's my like daily self care. Try, try unwinding. Try not checking email. Try as tempting as it is. Try not scrolling through Twitter before you go to sleep. Just try to just let go of everything because everything is a lot. But yes, just to reiterate again, like it does not have to be extravagant. It could literally be something as simple as drinking your favorite cup of tea before you go to bed. But with a dash of Jack Daniels in it, depending on the tea. Mm. Jack is good. Hennessy is great. But yes, we don't get sidetracked. Find something. Find something that you like to do, and just do that because. This world will drag you by the balls if you let it. 
This episode was recorded and produced by Robbie at Nameless Productions.